JD Talking Sports. It is Monday, April 2nd, 2018. It is National Championship Day. I just read the Puma is going to just tell on the podcast on Wednesday. I guess he didn't tell me this, but, you know, he's dropping bombs all over the place. He's all over Instagram that he's going to just tell us why Josh Allen is going to be the number one pick in the draft. I guess I'll have to wait till then. I'll have to hear his 52 reasons why Josh Allen should be the number one pick. I read up there. Where we go again? I always hit the wrong goddamn button. It keeps going back over and over again. Yankees snowed out today. Yes, snowed out. I freaking take the this morning. My car, my freaking front wheel drive VW Jetta that I love in every temperature and weather condition, except for the goddamn snow. Freaking was a ride from hell to get to the bus station, but I made it. Got to the city today. There's a lot of freaking snow, man. April second. Yankees snowed out, snowed out. Supposed to play tomorrow at four. Supposed to rain tomorrow. Yankees and the Mets also were supposed to play tonight. They're postponed until tomorrow. It's going to rain all day tomorrow. So I don't even think they're going to play tomorrow. And then they'll say more snow at the end of the week. I hope that's I hope that's not going to happen. I really do. I really hope that's just a figment of my imagination and that it goes away very quickly. Yes. <laughs> An interesting conversation tonight about who should sit on your lap if you have a child, that the only person, the daughter, only lap that she should sit on is her father's. Nobody else's. I said, okay. I said, uh, very interesting. I was told that only the, that the only lap that the child should sit on. I said, what, what about grandparents? What about bro? No. Even, even uncle? No. The only one that is allowed is the dad. No one else. And I said, what about grandpa? Grandpa, we got a little bit of this. I think I think Grandpa will be allowed. Grandpa would be allowed, but I guess we'll see how that. Very interesting. These are the conversations I have day in and day out. My cousin Hal is at opening day for the Astros, and the banner took forever to go down. They were all laughing and everything. I thought that was kind of adorable. Adorbs. It was adorbs. It was cute. Read some interesting stuff today. Yeah, I'm just shocked today that it snowed and we didn't have 24 days till the NFL draft. 24 days. That's all we have left. And the Wonderlick scores for the 2018 draft quarterbacks were were leaked. The Wonderlick test is from World War II. 12 minutes to complete 50 multiple choice questions. And it's interesting because Eldon Wonderlick's daughter has has reportedly said, the first time I heard that they were using it, I had to laugh. GM Jerry Reese, former Jet Giants GM Jerry Reese, once said, you have to watch out for the smart ones. <laughs> Thought that was kind of like Jerry said that, right? Kind of cool. Also, Peter King was talking about why are the Bengals keeping Vontez per, uh, perfect? And per Duke Tobin, director of player personnel, our overriding thought is how to feel the best football team. He's a damn good player, though, right? You know, he is a damn good player. So I guess that's the reason to keep somebody, right? You know. Oh, and uh, I haven't watched uh, Rock. I have not watched Talking Dead, Walking Dead, but I did watch Homeland. And Carrie's just fucking batshit crazy. That's all I gotta say on that front. She's batshit crazy. And Billions, I still have to watch. I'm gonna tape the original OG tomorrow night with Tracy Morgan. It just looks kind of funny, and I want to see something funny. And Le'Veon Bell, you know what? This was interesting. He said about Pittsburgh, he said, it's so hard to be a hero in a city that paints you out to be the villain. Yeah, you think that's going to be a long-term relationship between the Steelers and Le'Veon Bell? I don't think so. 
And there was an SI documentary shoot, which I have to watch, where Malcolm Butler said they would have won, probably would have won if he had played, but that he was too scared to ask Bill Belichick why he didn't see the field during the game. And, you know, I kind of, you know, I mean, he at Bill Belichick is kind of a very, is a tough, tough mofo. And he does really make people a little, uh, little intimidation on that front. I guess we'll see how that works out. Now, Dante DiVincenzo, 18 points, 7 to 10 field goals, 3 of 4 and 3. They're up 37 20 at the half. I think they're a seven point favorite tonight against Michigan. They're the better team. But DiVincenzo off the bench from Delaware. I read an article about him. He's playing like a beast, so we'll see the second half, it turns out. But this is the best thing J- Jim Mora talking about his quarterback of three years, Josh Allen. He strongly, he thought that Darnold would be, with the underdog mentality, I think will fit so well in Cleveland, a franchise that's really been down. Now, he thought of Josh, I think, without a doubt, as the number one quarterback to draft. He's a franchise changer. He's got the ability to have an immediate impact. His arm, talent, intelligence, and his ability to see the game and diagnose the game is rare. He'd come to the sidelines after playing. It was uncanny. He could right away say exactly why he made every decision. He needs to be challenged intellectually so he doesn't get bored. He's a millennial. He wants to know why. Millennials, once they know why, they're good. Oh, sorry about that. Josh has a lot of interest in life. If you can hold his concentration level and focus only on football for a few years, he will set the world on fire. He has so much ability. He's a really good kid. You know what? <laughs> so he felt that Shermer, Giants, or Jeremy Bates with the Jets, learn a year, you know, sit for a year with Eli or Josh McCown. Maybe you should just take a case of shut the fuck up. So you recruited me, and now you're fucking, you're fucking me. You really are. Just back up and run the bus over me again. So you're saying he's too smart for Cleveland, but the big city will offer him many more alternatives on things to do because he is a millennial. I don't know, man. You know, much of what he, what Morris just said in the last two paragraphs is what he told NFL GM if he called to ask about Rosen. But he said none of them have called, which is interesting. You know, they still could call him. And actually... uh Per NFL Network, they said that Rosen, by the way, got an explanatory text from Mora before Mora said his piece on the air. But I'm told Rosen still was stunned by what his coach and neighbor said on TV. Rosen lived in the same LA neighborhood as Mora, and Rosen is friendly with Mora's daughter. And uh, Peter King said, I never heard of anything like this, even with the Giants-Jets note following what Mora said first. When Mark Sanchez declared for the draft after the 2008 season at USC, Pete Carroll was critical, saying he thought Sanchez should stay in school. That's a little different, though, than saying the quarterback of your travel should be picked above your own guy. Also, you know, you have to. Also, Morris said that they have to hold Rosen's concentration level. Yeah, and I'm wondering, you know, will this is this going to affect his future coaching jobs for Morris? Because he gets a job, and then a quarterback comes in, and he's going to be like, "Shit, is he going to do the same thing he did to me, to Josh Rosen?" Would you want to play with him? Yeah, you know, I'd love to play you with you for the next three years. Yeah, thanks for fucking me over. Why don't you just bend me over and fuck me without the Vaseline? I mean, really? But Morris says, it's desperately important for Josh to... One thing I do want teams to know, it's desperately important for Josh to be a great player. Okay, thank you. And the competition committee, you know, about the actual cutoff guard, that coaches want the ejection to be an immediate part of the targeting rule. And I don't like the ejections. I feel like you know what? Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that. And actually, John Madden, 
who was on league's co-chair for the player safety advisory panel and the head of the coaches subcommittee of the competition committee, he thinks that could be the final step to get the helmet out of the run game. Currently, helmet-to-helmet contact is allowed on running plays, the theory being it's just too hard in close quarters of running plays to police when players bash helmets. The other area of adjustment will be in the open field collisions when the NFL studied its 291 documented concussions. Last year, many players were seen lowering their heads to deliver a blow in the open field. That was a factor making this a rule for 2018. I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. And Mike Pereira said about, I think it will be impossible to officiate where he's calling uh, the target. The, you know, the, the, that'll be the biggest thing to watch, along with the new catch rule. The officials are going to struggle making the helmet call. They may struggle for years. Payton thinks, and uh, Sean Payton thinks it's, hey, we owe this to the game 10 years from now. People will look at this moment and say this was a big deal. Okay. You know what? I'm okay with the target rule. I don't know if I'm crazy about the, I don't know if I'm crazy about the ejections. That's the one thing I could do without. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not crazy about the, at all. Yeah, I, I think getting kick, kicking people out of games, I'm not, I, I'm not for that at all. No, because they did it in college. I remember they kicked out Bosa out of his last college football game in the Fiesta Bowl, and I felt like it was a questionable call, and I didn't like it. I think they they're gonna have to work on that. That that's gonna be that's gonna have to be worked on. Yes, I've said it. I said my piece. I think it's gonna it's gonna need. I need a little time with this. I need I need I need to let this marinate. I definitely think they should get the helmet out of it. Get the helmet out of the the out of the the tackling, which actually Seattle was working more on as an approach of more of the rugby kind of tackling. Because I I remember when I played rugby, I didn't tackle the right way. I threw a guy in my helmet on my head and I got a I got a concussion and I played the rest of the game, then we drank after the game and my head was ringing all day. So I definitely agree that that got to do a better job of tackling, but they got to teach you better. And I think that, you know, they said the older players, they're going to have to learn. I just think, you know, I think penalties, start with penalties. And I think if it's an egregious one, yeah, maybe an objection, but I don't want them to be like uh, going crazy with the ejections. I just don't want to see that. Now we talked also read about OBJ getting traded. Well, in the eighties, Wellington Mara was a huge LT fan and you know, it's a lot of problems. And John Mara is very much like his father. I think he's a thing for OBJ. I don't. Th- I don't think he really wants to trade him. But the 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 Bills are desperately trying to trade up within the top five picks. So they're going to either try. Well, who's left? You know, the Jets aren't going to trade. But you got the Giants. You have the Browns, and and the Browns are actually looking to. I think they're looking at taking Allen with the one and Barkley with the four. We'll see if that actually happens. I guess we'll see how that happens. And also, I thought this was very interesting. You know about that the coaches get hired by the new team? Well, B- Bill Belichick put a po- good point. He goes, if you've been hired by one team, you're continuing to coach your original team, and you talk to some of the assistant coaches you work with about joining your staff, shouldn't that be tampering? That's a good point. Yeah, I I think that's kind of interesting. Don't you think so? I kind of like, well, I kind of hear what you're saying, but I feel like some players, some coaches, I guess if you're, you really got to be either you're with the team or you're not. I feel like if I take the job, then I go to the new team. I can't coach one team and have the job. Like college football, 
Then some of the co- the coach of Tennessee was still with Alabama, so we had to coach Alabama through the bowl game, and then he went to start with Tennessee. I guess it works, but I I, I don't know a way to work around it. I think you know, hey, Yankees waited five weeks to get the manager they wanted. I think sometimes you should be more patient. And Ryan Leaf, how about this for a uh, bash of bash of Cleveland? He said, uh, "Cleveland, it's a place where quarterbacks go to die." What do you think about that? I, I don't I don't disagree. And it holds true until something changes there. I mean, come on, man. Right now, <laughs> you know, I mean, right, you know, nothing good has happened there. So I guess we'll have to see. Malcolm Butler said, there were times when I was on the sideline, I just wanted to go to, up to Belichick or Matt Patricia and just say, is this how we're going to end this? I grew up in the Patriot system. I was close to going up and saying what I wanted to say to Matt or Belichick. I really wanted to go ask him, but I didn't. Tough, tough, tough place. You know, I kind of feel like, you know, yeah, sometimes you want to do say, you want to say something. I feel like, you know, it's, it's, you know, I talk about this thing stacking. You hold it and hold it. You don't let it out. Bad things happen. I think sometimes you got to say something. And we will never know. You know, I mean, they said he was having bad practice week, whatever. Well, you know, he's going to the Titans. Will he have a chip on his shoulder? Will he get the job done? Will will he carry it over? Will he, you know, make make people forget about the Super Bowl? I guess only time will tell, right? Only time will tell. And competition, listen to this. Rick, Rick, Rick McKay said this. I would imagine Deacon Jones was pretty unhappy when they outlawed the head slap, which must have been, I mean, that was his thing. But that was changed. That was necessary at the time. This has changed now. Change is hard. It's not for punishment. It's for protection. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess we're going to see how it is. Players lowering the helmet and strike another player. I really think a lot of guys are getting hurt. And I know football's a contact sport, but there's got to be a better way to tackle. You don't have to leave with your head. The guy's getting hurt. Listen to this. The Chiefs. You got Pat Mahomes. You got backups, Chad Henney and Matt McGloin. In the past four seasons, Henney and McGloin have come out to start four games. Their record is 0-4. The only quarterback in the Chiefs roster to have won an NFL game in the last four years is Mahomes. And he's won the only one he started. I like what Chris Spielman says about simple solution to new target rules in NFL. Eyes up, head up, wrap up. We will see better tackling. The players will be safer. The game is not ruined. Coaches need to start demanding this from their players. Hey, if you start right now, then I'd love to, you know, listen. It sounds pretty simple, right? Eyes up, heads up, wrap up. Listen, if you're paying attention when you're out there and you're not just leading with your freaking head, yeah, you can do it. But I guess we'll see what happens. And I, you know what? The Rams-Niners could be the Steelers-Ravens for the next 10 years. I guess we'll see how that turns out. But I think it's going to be, good God, Sean, Mc, Sean McVay and Shanahan. And I heard, well, that's what I was reading, was that, you know, how the Niners blew out the Rams. Rams didn't forget about that at the Coliseum. It's going to be interesting. And Marquette King was cut by the Raiders. He had four freaking personal foul penalties the last two years, no other punter had won. I think it was won by all the other punters combined. Well, he's going to make $2.9 million. They're going to save him cap money, which they need for the cash-strapped Raiders. I guess we'll see what happens. But they also did it because they weren't happy about... They weren't happy about his... Um... They're doing a culture change. John Gruden's in a culture change. He had to grease the poles tonight in Philly if Villanova wins. 
There's a meme of uh, him. That's actually that's actually a funny one. I might keep that one and use that in my. I like that one. That's actually pretty funny. I like that. I'm gonna keep that. I like that picture right there. I might use that today for my feeling like a grease pole. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, and how about this? Paxton Lynch of the Broncos has enlisted the training help of Tom Brady, body guru Alex Guerrero to prepare him for the 2018 season. This is it. This is uh, put up or shut up season for Paxton Lynch. Hey, we'll see if if he some of that can rub off on freaking Paxton Lynch. And what you know, I read an SI article: trolls on social media. These people are fucking nuts, and it's mostly it's mostly um, white Americans, Caucasian males. I'm saying white Americans, Caucasian males that are doing this with athletes and stuff. And it's disgusting. And everybody, it's just like, really? I mean, you know, and then and then they call some of the people at work. He goes, ah, got a whispered voice. I'm kind of work. I can't really talk right now. But you can go crazy. And this is like something like, this is my thing. Like one guy says, I'm an asshole. You know, this is my thing. My father's done it, you know. And I was just like, wow, really, dude? This is who you are? You're just a dick? And these are like these people's like, this is their way of doing things. I'm just like, really? You have to be a dick like this? I love this. Think about talk about talk about having fuck you money. O'Neal once spent seventy thousand dollars buying everything from furniture to clothes to amenities at a Walmart, and they call up his credit card and say, Hey, you know, someone use your credit card. So that was me when he had been traded from the heat to the Suns in two thousand eight. He says, I'm really impa- impatient. So he went soup to nuts at the place. Seventy thousand dollars. He said he now makes more money off endorsements than he did his playing career when he was making 30, 30 million that year. He already, uh, perhaps he can add Walmart to a collection that includes Krispy Kreme, Gold Bond, Icy Hot, Ring, and more. Doesn't he do the the General, which is one of the most worst I've ever seen? And he was talking to Bernard Goldberg where he said, what was your best year in terms of salary in the NBA? He said, I want to say 30 million. 30 million. So you're making more money selling stuff, Goldberg said, endorsing stuff and investing in stuff than he did in the NBA. He said, yeah, I think so. Goldberg said, America's a great country. He goes, it is, it is. Shaq also cites guidance from Magic Johnson as helping him turn to investing and becoming smarter with his money. I mean, it's not bad, right? Have somebody that helps you. I guess we'll see how that does. You know, talk about some guys that are having good years for the Yankees. Boom agree with me that that play, but you know, you know, it's also different. You know, Boom was in the we were talking about Boone with the play where they gave the Grand Slam Robinson gave the go to smoke yesterday. He brought up a good point. He said, Listen, he was working with his he here's a guy in ESPN now he's in real game situations, he's gonna make mistakes, he's gonna do some things good. Filling over twenty three bench points in the first half. They're gonna blow him out the second half. I don't I don't think Michigan's the same plane as them. But he brought up an interesting point. He said, you know, now he's in real game situations. Before it was just, you know, talking about stuff. Now it's live. And he was going to make mistakes. I guess we'll see what happens. Stanton's excited. Took some pictures today in the snow. I thought that was pretty cool. Now, Green against the Blue Jays faced 11 Blue Jays over three innings with seven of them. 
threw 35 fastballs and two addings, and Toronto hitters swung and missed 12 times. And he's, they said, like Rivera, hitters generally know what is coming and can't hit it anyway. And Brandon Drury, he had two hits on Sundays and 0-2 counts, including a home run. Oh, with, I love this exit velocity. 101.4, which is actually the fourth hardest hit ball he had against the Jays. He reached base in eight of 16 playing appearances. Hey, that's pretty good. Hit a couple from throws from third that weren't that great, but hey, not bad, right? Listen, we're just getting started. Didi Gregorius, four extra base hits. He is irreplaceable in the Yankees. That was a great trade for Brian Cashman. I love him. Sonny Gray, could he be like Phil Hughes? You know, even when he was at his best with the Yankees, Hughes could not translate excellent stuff into extended outings. Too many long counts and foul balls. Aaron Boone was pretty protective of his starters in the opening series, not letting go any beyond the cleanup hitter the third time through the lineup. For Gray, that translated to four-plus innings, 89 pitches, 10 more pitches than Tanaka needed to get six more outs. But he pitched clutch against Toronto. I guess we'll see. You know, hey, listen. He built up his pitch count with lots of traffic on the bases and eight strikeouts, but also, again, a bunch of foul balls and long counts, three balls on one-third of the, those he faced. Last two hitters, Donaldson and Smoke, so 18 pitchers and foul those seven. That's a lot of pitches. Listen, played four games. Let's give it a little time. Second half started. Very excited. Get to watch the second half. Good things happen. Crazy. Just crazy train, right? Crazy, crazy, crazy. And there was, yeah, that's kind of a funny picture. Yeah, I, I got a great, that was a great picture of me in the snow, man. Unbelievable, man. That was just great. Yeah. God damn it. I mean, that was crazy. Crazy in the freaking snow. Yeah, and, and Madison Keys was getting a lot of trolls online. And she partnered with Fearlessly Girl, a program that visits schools and other community groups and empowers adolescents to transcend negativity. She goes, you don't have to be famous to be targeted. I have had so many mothers and daughters tell me this is an issue I've been dealing with and never said anything about it. And then I saw that you were doing something, so I did it. So I did too. And now these kids are doing something where they're snorting condoms up their nose and then taking them out through their mouth. What's, what the fuck's wrong, people? Someone's on Facebook Live and they... Facebook Live, they had a gun between the three of them, and then they said the chamber was open or the, the safety wasn't on, and they shot one of the people in the car. Is this what we do now? It's kind of scary. It's actually very scary. Yeah. I'm just like, what's wrong with people? Really? Bill O'Brien positive Deshaun can stay, Watson can stay healthy after ACL tear. His instincts, has instincts for being able to stay out of harm's way. We'll see if that plays off this season. But I love when they say stuff like this. Nova's up at 14. Wow. That happened quickly. And Wilder takes Joshua Town. Wilder is ready to fight Anthony Joshua. Well, let's see if it ever happens. Yeah, they're already talking. Can the Mash Brothers live up to the hype? Oh, and uh, Frank went crazy about this. Lenker went crazy about this. So Shane Sisko, don't mind if you put the shift on him. The Orioles' number three prospect and no trouble laying down the bunt on an easy single. They were down 7 nothing at the time in the ninth inning. And suppose there's rules. 
so I'm, I'm sure they'll address it and move forward. It's all about learning up here. I, I, don't, I, I disagree. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see the big deal. If you put the shift on, then I'm going to bunt down the line. And Frank was furious about this. And I, I wanted to ask Puma what he thought about this. I thought that was kind of ridiculous, right? White Castle is hiring. So I told Frank and E that we should both apply for this jobs at White Castle. Eat all the burgers. And I love that uh, Ploiecki of the Mets, they, they had a picture of them with a freaking snowman outside City Field. Kind of crazy. Yankee Stadium also freaking scary. Snowed out. Yankee Stadium snowed out. Crazy. Victor Oladipo and Damian Lillard, the players of the week. These stats are radical. Oladipo, 26 points, almost 7 assists, 67, 67% field goal percentage. Lillard, 28 points, 8 assists, 9 assists basically, and 6 rebounds. Warriors and Rockets are both... Uh, Plus 120 to win NBA title. First time all season, Golden State isn't the lone favorite. I'm not going to listen. James Harden has done shit. I'm not going to go there. Oh, man, I got six questions tonight right on HQ5. I was, then I got one. I didn't know what the question was. I was kind of pissed. Oh, and UConn forward Azura Stevens will forgo senior season enter draft. We were just talking to Caroline. I was just talking about her today, how she left Duke, sat out a year, came here, and she said her goal is to play in the WNBA. So it must have happened because I thought she would stay two years. I guess she realized, hey, you know what? We didn't win the championship. It's time to move on. NFL scouts and execs tell Matt Miller Giants will draft quarterback Sam Darnold if Josh Allen goes number one. I guess we'll see how that works out. Yeah, Azura Stevens. She was the American Athletic Conference Newcomer and Sixth Player of the Year and the outstanding performer in the conference tournament. Which didn't mean jack shit because they're all gone. Gone, gone, gone. And the Jets acquired former Raiders tight end Clive Alford, who they had given up on. So one team's shit is another team's treasure. Is that what they say usually? See how that works out. Yeah. Condom snorting challenge takes over social media. Hassan Whiteside was pissed he wasn't playing, so he went off. It happens all the time, dude. Guys just say shit. Hassan Whiteside now, yeah, hey. He's he's happier now. Isn't that all that matters? You know, I get pissed off. I didn't get playing time with, with a small lineup against the Nets. I react. I overreacted. They, they uh, benched him for conduct detrimental to the team. I guess we'll see how that all works out. Right? People do this all the time. Athletes do this all. They get pissed off. Eric Decker could rejoin the Broncos. His wife just had his third kid. Remember Tony Stewart and Kevin Ward? He was on the dirt track. They settled wrongful death lawsuit. They blamed uh, they blamed him for it. I, yeah, I remember that whole thing where he hit him and whatever. Yeah, feeling the wrong... I, you know what? I have never been a Michigan fan. I got to be honest with you. I've never been a Michigan fan. Yeah. What's he wearing? Two bracelets? I heard Jay Wright only wears a uh, suit once, and that's it. Bryce Harper, home run and three straight at bats. Oh, and ESPN's Jamel Hill voted the most annoying person in sports media per the spun. I don't find her the most annoying. I think she was speaking her mind. I think that's all right. 
Raiders signed Dwayne Harris to replace uh, Corderell Patterson. Manny Pacquiao is going to fight uh, Lucas Matisse on July 14th in Malaysia. Does anybody give a shit? Channing Tatum and his wife, nine years, are separating. They love each other, but they're not in love with each other. I guess that's what it is. Is that, is that what it is now? And that we have to go to social media and tell everybody that we are separating and read a long thing on social media? Isn't that something you should just do between the two of you? Do you have to tell all your... I guess that's what you have to tell your fans. You have to tell people, hey, you know what? we got to tell everything on social media. Yeah, you know what? I, I was kind of excited to do a show today, and then I feel like... Uh, yeah, I was talking to Puma today. He told me he got all pumped at the gym. I was like, isn't that something you should tell your girlfriend? But he was having a good day, you know, and I wanted him to take it for what it was and being, you know, he was feeling good. Like I got home today, my mom was all happy. She goes, hi. So we had all this Passover food that's like a brick on your stomach. And uh, I went to some uh, place. I got some macaroons. It was fantastic. I got this something called a, a cookie that had everything in it that kind of sucked. And I went to Chirpa Chicken, which I used to love, but there was so much goddamn salt in the food. It wasn't very good today. It actually really sucked. I wasn't happy with it at all. And I really want to watch the Yankee game today. Now, tomorrow I'm working. I'll be, I think I'll be home, but I think it's going to be rained out tomorrow. I should be sleeping right now. I've only been up since 5 a.m., but hey, what the hell? You know what? I kind of want to watch Walking Dead. Yeah. All right, well, I have trivia questions from yesterday. From what was a trivia question yesterday? I love that I put the song on here so I don't lose it now every time. All right, what was the trivia question from last show? Okay, true false question. Rams 2017 became the first team in the Super Bowl era to have the highest scoring offense after having the worst one in 2016. Is this true or false? Rams 2017 became the first team in the Super Bowl era. To have the highest scoring offense after having the worst offense in 2016. That is true. The Rams went from averaging 14 points a game in 2016 under Jeff Fisher to 29.9 per game in 2017 under Sean McVay, the youngest head coach in modern NFL history. How about that? Okay. Tonight's trivia question. One NFL, NFL team in 2016 had the second most... Se- had the second most sacked quarterback and the most sacked quarterback. Okay, what NFL team in 2016 had the second most sacked quarterback and then in 2017 had the most sacked quarterback? So in 2016, this NFL team had the second most sacked quarterback and then this year had the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. One, this happened to one NFL team. Can you tell me who it was? So last year, they had the second most sacked quarterback. This year, they had the most sacked quarterback, which says a lot about the offensive line. All right, uh, Villanova's only up by 15, and uh, another turnover. I want them to blow them out of the fucking water. Yeah, blow them out of the water. He's trying for a three. Oh, and it's off. You had the numbers, and they always go for the fucking three. Beeler, the coach of the of Michigan, just looks like, he looked like, what the fuck's going on here? Just turn and look at the bench like, guys, what the fuck are we doing here? You're getting blown out of the water. That's what's happening. You're getting blown out of the fucking water. Yeah, and I never liked Michigan. You know what? I did like the Fab Five, but listen, I've never been a fan of Michigan. Oh, he's getting, they're getting pissed off. Wagner's getting pissed off. He's not a happy guy today. Oh, man. Michigan tipped the ball back in. Michigan tipped in the ball for Villanova. That's when you know it's not going your way. Get the rebound, he tipped the ball for Villanova. Yeah, Wagner's getting a little pissed off now. Listen. Oh, 
He's getting a little pissed off. And I'm taping. Oh. Oh, that's kind of nice. Guys that dance with the girl in a wheelchair. This must be a Jesus commercial. It has to be something. Wait, what is this about? Just some people to like believe in themselves. Oh, one guy's crying on camera. Girl's boxing. Let me see. Somebody coming up the stairs. Couple kissing. Yeah, like... Yeah, one guy playing the drums with his headphones on. Yeah. I'm still trying to find out what this commercial's about. Still don't know. Oh, all this is for a stupid car commercial? Are you kidding me? They're showing all these people, and it's a Mazda commercial. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. So, I don't understand. So, people working out, showing greatness. So, you're comparing greatness to a Mazda? Yeah, guy's putting his arms out. And the tagline is Mazda. Feel alive. Are you fucking kidding me? That was a Mazda commercial? Listen, that was disgusting. That was fucking disgusting. All right, folks. Have a good night. I'm going to bed. <laughs>